Chicago hard, Chicago hard, Chicago hard. Up and into them, right from the start of the game. the Chicago State of Mind. We are a Chicago sports podcast from the perspectives of Southside guys with an unapologetic Chicago bias. If this city could talk, it would say Chicago versus everybody. All right, it's another week and another special guest on the show. Today, we are joined by Roshan Russell, coach from St. Rita High School. We have been waiting patiently to have this brother on the show. And uh, Roshan, man, thanks again for coming on the show. Uh, definitely uh, been looking forward to this. So just a little background on myself. Um, you know, I went to St. Rita High School, so I was a four-year varsity starter. I may not look like it. I'm a little height challenged, but uh, <laughs> was, was a pretty good player while I was here. Um, went on to play play uh, four years at North Park University, small college. Um, from there, actually, um, I went on to be a graduate assistant in, in St. Louis uh, at a small college called Fonbao University. Um, and then the opportunity opened up at St. Rita for me to work in a building in admissions, um, was coaching lower levels, helping out the varsity. And uh, eventually I became an athletic director. And then when the basketball position opened up you know I just think through my hard work and being around the guys and you know the school seeing my passion I was offered the job and um, I never saw that coming but it's um, it's been a blessing and extremely humbling. So I want to kind of just park it right there because I'm honestly man just kind of seeing that story and how you worked to you know what off to get to where you're at right now for any of the young guys that are listening to the show we have a lot of young coaches a lot of young athletes who listen to our show, I want them to just kind of understand your journey. Because like you said, it wasn't easy. I even saw where you, what you play, like Division Two ball, right? Um, at Division Park. three, yeah. Uh-huh. Division yeah. three, yeah. And so a lot of kids nowadays, and, and I'm not trying to take shots at the young generation. I know y'all think <laughs> I'm coming for y'all. But coach, talk to them about that experience because a lot of the kids I think today look down on a Division Two opportunity, Division Three opportunity. So could you talk to them about why you considered going to North Park? No, that's such a great point, and honestly, I'm, I'm glad to hear that uh, you definitely got some younger guys listening because that, that's so important. You know, my brother played Division One, and he actually played varsity three years. I played varsity four years. Um, you know, he got the genetic – he won the genetic lottery. He was <laughs> uh, a little, little bit stronger than me. You know, I probably was a little more skilled. Um, but all in all, you know, no kid – you know, it's a lot of sacrifices you make socially, commitment to your body, your craft. So when you put in that much time, you want to play at the highest level. And 
that's that's a great goal. That's exactly what you should want to do. However, I don't think kids understand how good each level is. You know, at, at the conference I played in, the CCIW, you know, that's widely recognized as the best Division Three conference in the country. And, you know, every year we had four or five teams ranked nationally. Every year we had Division Three schools beating Division One schools. Um, in the summers, if I go play somewhere, you know, somebody be like, man, like, you're not playing Division One. You're better than him. And I'm like, yeah, I hear you. But, you know, this is this is just small uh, sometimes. So the, the level is extremely uh, competitive. It was definitely eye-opening to me. Um, you know, my recruiting my senior year um, had a lot of Division One interest, but it seems like every coach I was talking to lost his job during my senior year. And then um, I had a Division Two opportunity. I just didn't like the location and where it was. Um, and end up hearing about Division Three through one of my teammates. And, you know, I actually, you know, went to a workout and I was like, man, like these guys can hoop. And it just felt like a family. And it was cool being a big fish in a small pond. You know, I was on every media guy, broke a lot of records. I still have records that stand to this day. Um, so um, definitely something that, that kids should consider for sure. I, I know if you ask my brother, he would tell you he'd rather have my, my career. And I'll probably tell you I at least wanted to know what that was like, but um, you know, they definitely need to stay open to, to the different opportunities. Well, you, well your brother, uh, he was getting wine and dined over there, man. You was over there <laughs> on the on the bus circuit, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, with that, I mean, obviously you're a four-year starter at Rita. Could you talk to us about just some of your favorable, like, games and, and guys that you play with? Because we know that Chicago – circuit man it's it's you know give us some legends man so talk to us about that man yeah yeah so uh really i guess to start off for the guys i played against so there's three um i'll name actually my first start um as a freshman on varsity um well actually i didn't start that game but i, I there was the mcgovern classic that we used to have you probably remember that yeah and um we played marshall with patrick Bevan. And um, that guy has – he had just the same energy in high school as he got in the NBA. I mean, that dude don't, doesn't stop. I actually got matched up with him a few times. Um, and it was, it was a lot of fun. Then from there, the game I actually started um, my freshman year. was my first start. I think it was like the fourth game in. played against Jerome Randall. He easily was the fastest guard I ever played against. And, you wow. know, I remember playing <laughs> against him, you know, in small fry. So we knew each other. And um, – Ironically, we were in a zone, and I, for some reason, he just wanted to come to my side and shoot. And I'm like, man, like, go to the other side. But uh, <laughs> he was, uh, nah, he, he was really good player. And then, obviously, you know, the, the great Derrick Rose uh, playing against him in grade school, then obviously um, in high school. And actually, my junior year, um, we played uh, against Simeon, and that was his last home game for the regional championship. And, that didn't go in our favor. <laughs> was that the game where he had that poster? Yeah. And you know what's funny? That's uh, that's not on any highlight tape. It's not on any highlight tape. No. No. <laughs> no. I remember that. That was nasty, man. When he came down, I was like, okay, this game's over. <laughs> you know you know, what's crazy? And, like, I was crazy competitive. But, like, in that moment, we just kind of knew, like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, man, because when I was coming up to read, I played on the football team, but, you know, I was really cool with the basketball players. And there was the, you know, obviously the Ronnie Fields and Kevin Garnett days that they rolled through Rita for one of them tournaments. And that was just like a layup line. Just it was it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Coach. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like you brought back some of the winning ways. I mean, I talked to a lot of the guys, man, the former grads, and, and we love the direction of the program. We love the grit that you brought that you brought to the program. And I have to 
imagine that that was just kind of part of your DNA coming up and your brother, obviously a D1 ball player. Talk to us about some of those like matchups. I'm sure you guys probably went head up with each other a lot. Yeah, my brother, man, he, he never took it easy on me. <laughs> so in the backyard, then didn't, didn't matter. You know, if he could beat me 10 to zero, he was going to beat me 10 to zero. But, you know, during those times, obviously I was mad at him and, you know, I always wanted to beat him, but, uh, I'm extremely thankful for it, to be honest. It definitely made me tougher, uh, made me uh, grow up. I definitely want to work hard. You know, I tried to mimic a lot of things that he did. You know, even when he went down to Toledo, I remember going down there to work out with him and his teammates and just being able to see that up close and being pushed by those guys. Uh, certainly forever thankful uh, for that. You know, in the moment, you're like, man, why is he picking on me? I can't win one game, but um, eventually <laughs> you see that, that payoff um, later. And obviously that's... Um, you know, been instilled in me from, you know, my brother, my father, and, and getting this opportunity, we we definitely want to come for everybody. There was no um, ifs, ands, buts about it. You know, a lot of people didn't think we can be where we are now. And again, I say this humbly because there was a lot of work, a lot of support. Um, so it's definitely been a grind. It has not come easy, but uh, we definitely uh, wanted to make our presence felt, not only in the city of Chicago, but nationally. And that's one thing that I, I loved um, last year when I was looking at the schedule and I actually traveled to some of the games. You were scheduling, you, you know, you were scheduling a lot of games for them. Was that because, you know, you had a lot of sophomores and freshmen on the squad. Was that just trying to get these guys ready? Or what, what when are you your thinking with that schedule? Well, you know, I'll be honest. Sometimes my staff was mad at me a few times. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> Um, but, you know, one thing, you know, when I took over, you know, my brother and I, you know, talked about goals and things we wanted to achieve and, you know, one of those goals was, you know, to obviously to compete for state championships, do something that's never been done at St. Rita, but, you know, play nationally. So for me, I don't coach for my record. You know, when you have guys this talented, I would be doing them a disservice not putting them on a big stage. So, you know, even though we were young, you know, maybe a little premature in terms of schedule, but I knew that's the direction we were headed. So I thought it was important for those guys to get a taste of it and get those experiences early. And honestly, I thought it really paid off for us, especially – um, come playoff time. And, you know, even, I mean, Huntington Prep, I think they were 16 in the country and we beat them. So yep. uh, those opportunities definitely will help us as we as we go into this season. And I don't know how much, you know, you're willing to share on this, but last year's team, you guys had Caden. And I thought that he was really key to the team because he was an older player. He seemed to kind of get the team together when you guys were kind of having some slumps out there on the court. Can you talk to me about, you know, how you guys tend to make up for that loss and who you see on the team this year that could kind of pick up that leadership role that Caden left behind? Yeah, no, it was definitely unfortunate. Um, certainly wish him the best. Uh, we'll, we'll see him in Simeon December 3rd, so we're, we're looking forward to that. Definitely an asterisk on that game. Um, <laughs> but, um, but, no, I mean, really just, you know, our entire group is getting older. You know, that experience that they had, um, there's no substitute for that experience. So, you know, obviously, you know, you lose a guy that's been in the program for that long. I mean, that's a hit for anybody. You know, unfortunately, in the time that we coach in, it's really out of our hands as coaches. I mean, it's just, it happens. Sometimes you understand it, sometimes you don't. Um, nonetheless, you know, you, you just want guys in the locker room that, that want to put on that jersey and want to play for you. And I truly believe we have that. So um, I think you'll be uh, happy with the product that you see. Well, I mean, man, I, I saw you guys uh, got another uh, a Main Street's guy on the roster, man. Talk to me how that uh, came to fruition and how he's integrating into the team right now. Yeah, he's um he's going to be big for us. You know, he's a big wing that's sneaky, athletic, 
crazy skill, can really score. Uh, you know, no, he actually won a, a gold medal with the Lithuanian team. So just really excited to to have him uh, be a part of the team. And, you know, those guys are friends and, you know, he fit in, you know, he fits in right away. So uh, really excited. Again, you just want guys that want to be here. Well, what's, what's on that board right now for you and the team? Well, it's really two things. You know, one is win the day. That's our model this year. Can't look ahead. You can't skip steps when you're when you're trying to be successful and do something big. So we can't be thinking about champagne game one. You know, we have to, you know, think about practice. And when we're in film, we have to be locked in. So it's very important that we just stay in the moment. And then the second thing, just being in the social media world, but even just Chicago, just how things roll here, is block out the noise. You know, I, in my opinion, you know, the only thing that really can stop us is letting the outside noise trickle in. And, you know, and obviously I'm very appreciative of, you know, all the articles and, you know, again, as a coach, I want these guys to, you know, I want them to have every opportunity possible. But sometimes, you know, it's like, all right, I don't need them to have a million great write-ups. <laughs> so I'm <when I laughs> not listening. Um, or, or sometimes I think, you know, at the end of the day, these are teenagers, you know, sometimes they get critiqued too hard in my opinion. So, you know, I just like to try to find a balance, you know, when, when it comes to that. When I see your your style, man, on the sideline, you're super passionate and your brother <laughs> as well. I mean, you guys, yeah. Yeah, I love watching you guys get out. <laughs> I, I, really, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I'll say, you know, I think just being a point guard, you know, it's kind of like a quarterback in football. You, you naturally see the game different. So, you know, for me, you know, again, starting on varsity as a freshman, when I got to college, I was named captain midway through the season. I'm leading grown men. You know, I always consider myself a student of the game. So, you know, if there's a scouting report, I know everything on it. You know, I would save my teammates so we wouldn't get in trouble when we got quizzed. And in college, I'm whispering them and telling them about the guy there. Guard, you know, um, you know, this is what they're doing defensively. This is how we're looking to attack it. So that's always, you know, been been instilled in me. So, you know, with these guys, you know, I really just consider myself a, a player's coach. You know, I want them to play free. I don't want them, you know, they take a shot and miss it. I want them looking over at me. I want them to get back on, on defense and get it back. So really just trying to coach with confidence. And then, as, as you know, you know, you have our opportunity to coach for your, the, the place that, that raised you, basically, where you grew up, you put on that jersey. That's a different passion um, that comes out. And even just that chip, you know, we have as Catholic schools, you know, nothing against CPS, much love, much respect, but... <laughs> At the end of the day, you know, it's Chicago and, you know, as a Catholic school, you, you want to let them know we're here too. So um, that's something that we definitely try to instill in our guys. And, uh, and Coach didn't say that this was a Brian speaking, but any of the Mount Carmel kids that are listening, I still want that smoke for all of y'all. Even though <laughs> 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 That never goes away. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> so – Looking at this season right now, I mean, you were talking about the press clip as I, I'm just going to get to the to the chase here. You know, uh, Al and I, we are on the Illini beat Illinois basketball. I mean, Illinois football right now. I mean, everything is going really great down there in Champaign. You have Marez that made his decision last year. Could you kind of talk to the audience about how you helped Marez in that process? Because I can only imagine the fact of your experience being a, a D3 athlete, but also your brother being a D1 athlete, that you guys had to impart a lot of knowledge and assistance to him in that process. Could you share a little bit with the audience about that? With yeah, for, sure. for sure. Actually, Marez and I, we argued a lot. Because <laughs> honestly, and, and Alana, don't don't get mad at me. I, I'm very happy that he that he's going to Illinois. I think it's a great decision. And, 
uh, while I'm definitely, you know, looking forward to his next two years here, I'm certainly looking forward to watching him there and, and supporting him. So, um, but really, I, I just wanted him to get the entire experience of recruiting and getting to know, you know, other schools and, you know, even just taking visits. You know, that's, that's a unique opportunity that you don't get a lot. But um, Arez and I, we talk any time of night, day, you know, we're meeting during school. And, you know, he kept saying, Coach, I know where I want to go. I want to stay home. This is what I want to do. So eventually, you know, we had a real sit down. I said, hey, man, if you commit, this is where we're going. We're not talking to anyone else. This is where this is what you're doing. So um, <laughs> he's um, he's locked in and I, I'm so excited for him. So really, I'm just trying to, you know, make him the best person, best student, best player he can be and, you know, uh, have some more success here and then send him off to Illinois to to keep it going there. So um, but now I'm really excited for him. I am too, man. I'll tell you, there's been many times that I've been able to, to have the pleasure, not even just Marez, but JB as well. I mean, you guys have a very good group of student athletes, man. These kids are very respectful. Um, Thank you. I, I'm sure they get I'm sure they get hit up by anybody and everybody. The biggest thing that I have to say about Marez is he looks you in the eye and is yes, sir, no, sir, thank you. I'm like, man, dude, I'm like, for and I'm sorry, young generation, don't mean to pick on y'all once again. That is rare. <laughs> it certainly comes from, from home, for sure. You know, what we just try to do, we just try to keep pushing up forward, right? So it's definitely a partnership uh, with, with our parents, and, and they trust us. You know, that's one thing that I really appreciate. And I, and I think part of why they trust us is just the time and commitment that, that we have. You know, if you want to do this at a high level, you you have to go above the call of duty. You have to you know, support them in their tournaments, their AAU games, you go on visits with them. You know, I'm checking their grades every week. You know, we are correcting them. You know, just because you're ranked whatever nationally and everybody's telling you how great you are, you know, I'm the guy that's, you know, going to keep you in line and let you know when, you, when you're not doing something right. So fortunately, I've had parents that have been really supportive of that. And uh, while, you know, it's cool, again, to, you know, read out of articles and stuff like that, um, what makes me really happy is actually what you said, just in terms of how Marez always giving you eye contact. Yes, sir. No, sir. No, you know, those are things that, that we teach, you know, holding the door when, when a woman's coming through. So um, all things that, that we talk about throughout the year. So it's, it's definitely bigger than basketball here at St. Rita. What's he working on or what has he worked on this summer that has made you um, happy? Because when I've checked him out of the AAU circuit, I noticed that he was stepping outside a little bit more. So what, what are some of the things that you've been happy about with his development? Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with his jump shot. Now, with that being said, if he happens to hear this, that still go dunk on people, all right? <laughs> but, uh, but no, his, his shot has really improved. I think, um, you know, fans, you know, people who are, you know, just want to come see us play, they'll definitely see his versatility just expanding more, especially, you know, he can really shoot the three now. I'm really confident in him letting it go. Um, his ball handling has improved uh, quite a bit, and his athleticism has just taken off. I mean, it's crazy. You know, he's he realistically is the best shot blocker in Illinois. I mean, he can really just go get shots from a, <laughs> from the other side of the court. So his athleticism has really taken off. So really excited for, for fans to see him this year. If there's one part about his game you can nitpick, because, you know, obviously as a coach, you're always looking for ways to to hone in. Uh, one thing that I, I saw, and you can correct me if I'm off track here, I think he gambles on the steals a little bit too much, Coach, but what do you, what do you see? Uh, I, yeah, so, and, and normally when he gets a foul, he looks over at me, he's like, I know, Coach, I know. So I'm always, you know, telling him, don't reach, 
so that's definitely a habit that, we, that we're trying to break. Um, use his left hand more. You know, he does it well, but you know, I definitely think he can go to it more uh, for sure. And, and yeah, that's, I would say those two for sure. Okay. So I got I got to talk to you about JB because one of the things that you said, and I, I, really, I was really smiling over here because you, you're talking about kind of bringing your players back down to earth here because, I mean, you obviously five-star recruit. He's on everybody's magazine. I mean, come on. <laughs> but I've also seen a lot of games where you and your brother definitely coached this kid very hard. No doubt. <laughs> and I'm sure that that's great, man, because honestly, when the athlete here is like, oh, man, you know, you're the best thing, you're the best, you're the best thing, somebody around them has to be like, actually, no, you need to work on this and this and this. So how did that relationship evolve to the fact that he is coachable for one and then two – you know, we, we know the landscape out here. A lot of these players, if they're coached hard, they may be looking to, to kind of peace out. So how did you guys develop that relationship with JB that he allows you guys to coach him? Because a lot of this, these kids don't allow that, you know, if I'm being honest. Well, it stems from his parents. You know, his, his parents are, are great, and, and they're very old school in terms of, you know, his manners and making sure that, you know, he's being respectful and, you know, they want us to coach him hard. And that's that's great because, to be honest, a lot of parents today aren't like that. You know, they they can't really handle it <laughs> now for some reason. No. Uh, where, you know, with his parents, you know, they, you know, sometimes they were like, you know, go harder. <laughs> you know, so, uh, when, when you have that support with the parents, it, honestly, it makes it uh, very easy. And James is just a great kid. And like I tell my players, you know, if you guys want to be great, then you have to be coachable. And you should want me to hold you at a higher standard. And I always tell them, if you don't want to be great, let me know. And I'll, I'll change. I'll change. How <laughs> um, so they, they don't like when I say that. Okay, coach. So um, really, you know, again, you, you have to want to be pushed. You know, if you want to do this um, at the highest level possible, you can't have a coach that's trying to be your friend and telling you what you want to hear all the time. No, and that's true. And, that, and I, I mean, I, I attribute that to even just being a parent. Like the yep. moment that you're not, having those conversations with your child or, you know, trying to make them be the better version of themselves, that kid should be worried. <laughs> and I feel like the same thing with coaching. If you're not on a player's ass, mm -hmm. then <laughs> that player should be really looking at themselves in the mirror. Right. Right. I tell them it's my way of showing love. So they, they get it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I hear you there. So right now with the team, I mean, you mentioned it earlier and I kind of led with it, the fact that, we're all pretty excited to, to get this basketball season started. Last year, we saw a lot of promise with this team. What was the biggest thing you were proud of out of that young bunch that, that you saw that you feel like is really going to be able to roll over into this season here that a lot of expectations are being heaped on us, uh, Reed? Yeah, really just how they dealt with adversity. You know, we, we went through a lot of adversity last season. And for those guys to, to come together the way they did, especially late in the season as, as we got into the playoffs, I was just really proud of them, to be honest. You know, obviously, you know, the direction we're going, we're not in the moral victory, so we don't do that. Um, however, with that being said, you know, get into a sectional championship, which is the furthest that other teams have gotten to here at St. Rita, and those teams who got there were senior-led groups where we were able to get there with underclassmen, essentially. So... I'm just really happy with their fight, you know, the way they play for each other. Um, I really couldn't ask for more out of those guys. So obviously we're trying to take that to the next step this year, but we also understand that, you know, nothing's going to be given. We got to earn everything. So it don't matter where, 
where we're ranked is just a number. You still got to go out there and be ready to compete. So, you know, again, that's why that motto is, is, is win the day. Every, every day is very important. So, No, I hear you, Coach. How's, uh, how's Melvin doing? I, uh, I was at uh, the game where he went down. I appreciate that. And Melvin, Melvin, Melvin's a great kid. You know, he's a great student, you know, honor roll student. Um, you know, he probably had the play of the year last year. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. You know, uh, so we're, we're really excited about him. You know, again, one thing, you know, about us, you know, we're, we're player driven first. So, you know, we're in no rush for him to get back on the court. You know, obviously, do we want him? No doubt. You know, he changes our, our team for sure. But um, I want him to go at his own pace. He has such a bright future. So when he's ready, we'll know. Um, you know, he is working out. Um, not full contact yet, so, you know, it's going to take him time. So we're looking at maybe midway through the season. Um, he, he will play this year at some point. Um, but, again, it's just kind of, you know, on him and, and when he feels right. So we're, we're in no rush. Yeah, and I appreciate that, too, you put your player first because, like I said, when I saw that, I was like, and I, I immediately hit up one of your, your coaches, and I'm like, because I knew you guys weren't there, and I'm like, hey, man, you guys should know. I was like, I don't know what this extent is. It didn't look good, but I'm just glad to hear that he, you know, he's going, doing well, man, and I'm glad to hear that he's in good spirits, man, because, you know, from being a, a former player, those type of things, man, it can be gut-wrenching to a player, you know. Tough. It's tough. It was it was hard seeing him in the hospital, you know, going to his home to visit him and, you know, to see him where he's at now. You know, he's taking his visits. He's smiling more. He's on the court. So I'm just I'm just excited to see him smiling now. So, um, like I said, when he's ready, we'll be ready for him. Couple more questions, and I get you out of here, Coach. I last year was really impressed by uh, the young freshman guard uh, Edwards. <laughs> does that does step yeah. in there at the end? Yep. Yeah. Talk to me about him and and what you're expecting out of him this season. Man, hard over height. I mean, that kid. I mean, you can come to a game. You won't know if he has thirty. You won't know if he missed every shot. He made every shot. I mean, his demeanor does not change. He does not get rattled by anything. Um, he's fearless. I mean, he he was a kid that, you know, early on, we weren't sure, you know, just to be honest, if we were, you know, how much we were going to play him just being a freshman at his size. And it was almost like, he's like, all right, coach, you're going to see, I'm going to prove it to you. And, you know, every game, I mean, he's making big shots in a crunch, he's making the right plays defensively. Um, so we're really high on Amari. I mean, Amari can, is a really good player um, and, and can't wait for, you know, for this year to start. I think he's going to have an even better year. Um, this season, he's definitely one of the one of the best guards, and he's just really, really tough, really tough. He's definitely a guy to watch. Yeah, I saw him in that Kenwood game, and I was just looking. at him, I'm like, man, this kid is fierce. <laughs> like you said, I mean, I, I looking at him. I mean, he was he was. They were pressing him. You know, I saw. You know, they they were throwing everything at him, and he was still bringing it up. And he had some tough shots in that game. And like I said, for me, coach, I was just really impressed with the way that the team looked after the game. Obviously, those losses like that, they're tough. <laughs> I didn't see many of those guys with their heads sunk down. I mean, they were disappointed. Hmm. But I feel like they knew, like, hey, you know what? We got to go through this, right? And I'm not trying to, you know, make any crazy comparisons here, but Chicago Bulls uh, back in the day, right? They went through their lumps, right? Mm -hmm. But it makes winning sweeter when you go through moments like that because when you guys reach that next level, they'll think back to those losses and remember, like, hey, you know what? We earned this spot that we're in right now. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, that, that's part of the process. You know, obviously, we'd, we'd have liked to have, you know, broken through last year. But, you know, you got to take your lumps like like anybody. And, and honestly, you know, I thought it was, um, 
in a lot of ways, you know, it could have been a blessing in disguise, you know, coming into this season. So um, I was like I said, I was just really proud of our guys. You know, our guys know we don't hang our head and we knew we left everything out on the table. You know, every player, every coach, you know, we, we left it all out there, you know, just, you know, credit to, to Kenwood. You know, they end up pulling it out. But, you know, we're just we're looking forward to that next opportunity. We'll, we'll definitely be ready to go. I love that. Well, hey, Roshan, thank you so much for coming on with us, man. And just again, man, good luck this season. Very proud of the work that you've been doing. And, man, just great job with this young, young group of athletes, man. Just appreciate everything you've been doing with them and your staff, you know. I really appreciate you having me, my reader brother. You know, anytime you need me, I got you. And congratulations to everything you're doing. And Al, definitely good meeting you as well. So appreciate you guys. All right, my man. Appreciate you, man. Talk Thanks to you soon. Coach. Take care. All right, now. Yeah, that was dope, man. That was dope. Yeah, man, it's good to hear, you know, the story of Coach and see what he got going on with the team, man. And um, a lot of star power over there now, man, and um, seeing what these young guys are able to do this coming season. And, and I'll tell you one thing, too. I love the fact that even though, hey, everybody's pretty much sticking to Rita's probably going to end up being down there in Champaign, heading out state, he's keeping this team's focus where it yeah. needs to be, right? I love that. That's that's the sign of a good coach. You know, what did he say? Win the day? Win the day, man. That's exactly what he said, bro. He's on it. And and, and that's all you ask. You can ask for. And, and that's translatable just to all of us, right? There's so many people right now, Al, that in their lives, everybody's so focused on getting to the weekend. Everybody's so focused on forcing life to go past. Man, let's focus on the here and now. Let's focus on winning and seizing the day. You know what I mean? Right. Seize so. those moments, man, and putting that work in. That's what it's all about right there for us, living in the moment. And I think Coach got his kids locked in on that, man, and doing that routine every day. That helps translate to future wins and all that good stuff. Yep. And a lot of nation do not say one word to Coach. He was looking out for his athlete. He wanted to make <laughs> sure Marez was making the right decision for Marez. So y'all do not bother that man about that. You know what I'm saying? We all are happy that Marez made that commitment. And, JB, if you're listening, I hope that you following it up as well, brother. I hope you follow it up as well, JB. Man, it's just great to hear young cats staying home, Prez. I mean, young power like that, guys who play very well in the state, in the city of Chicago, Lynn area, man. It's dope, bro. So the fact that we got one him, Marez, hey, man, JB can come along with it, bro. That's a good trend. I like what I'm seeing there if it happens. So I hope so, bro. That's the next step. But you know who I get credit to on that? Al, I give Io all the credit because Io was the one, he hey, he was the one that gave the Illini the shot, right? Yeah. Four-star recruit, Morgan Park. When he went down there to Champagne, he showed people a pathway. And I think this is only the beginning. I think we're going to see nothing but great things out of a lot of these young recruits potentially going down there and joining Brad Underwood and his staff. Absolutely, Perez. And that says a lot about uh, Coach Underwood and his staff and what he's been able to do with these players who decide to stay home. So it just shows you, you talked about IO, that is living proof, man. I'm quite sure some of these others are going to definitely enjoy that ride and enjoy that grind over there with Underwood. Because Underwood don't play, but he also brings that discipline, baby. Well, if you heard anything about Coach, the Marita coaches, man, they coach these guys up hard. So honestly, yep. going to Brad, it's going to just be a natural transition. <laughs> exactly. They'll fit in well in that culture. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, man, audience, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. We appreciate your continued support. We're the Chicago State of Mind. We'll talk to y'all next time. We are out.
teammates. The one thing about Michael Jordan was he never asked me to do something that he didn't fucking do. I'm only doing it because it is who I am. That's how I played the game. That was my mentality. If you don't want to play that way, don't play that way.